Hello everyone, here I am again, Linda Okwal-Jenner, with another Motivational Moments podcast. What if was the title of my last podcast, so I am guessing, after listening to that, a lot of you are now what-ifing and wondering, well, why wait for what-ifs, why not just do it, which, coincidentally, was another one of my podcasts. Okay, now I've got you thoroughly confused, back to normality. In my last podcast, I did mention I would talk a little bit about my childhood and why I felt it was a much different time to now. I was born in Birmingham, the UK, to parents who worked very hard and had moved to a new housing estate just after I was born. I had a sister who was almost two years older than me. My dad was born in Sunderland, County Durham, and my mum in the downtown area of Birmingham, which ultimately became famous for its back-to-back houses. You can actually visit some of those houses now as a tourist attraction, and many visitors are overawed by the cramped living conditions back then. I know that this particular area of Birmingham was classed as the slums and apart from a few here and there, the houses have all been demolished now to make way for modern homes. My parents wanted a better life for their children and, by moving to a brand new council estate, we lived in a semi-detached house with a front and back garden, a stark contrast to where my mum was born and bred. My mum used to work during the evenings so that my dad could work during the day, which meant that my sister and I were never left alone. We had a coal fire, which I look back fondly on with sweet memories of toasting bread on the open fire, and we had real butter. We did have a black and white TV for the longest time, and no washing machine or fridge until I was almost grown up. The pantry had a cold slab which did a brilliant job of keeping food cold and fresh. We sat around in the evenings in the same room and shared a Mars bar cut into four pieces. What joy! When I think about today, how greedy we can be, we take for granted a whole chocolate bar. I think sometimes sharing does make something that little bit sweeter. We were one of the first families to have a phone in the house and at that time we had party lines which meant you could hear neighbours on the phone if you picked up the receiver to make a call at which point you would have to wait until they had finished their call. Even though my parents did not have a lot of money, food was plentiful. My mum was a wonderful cook and prepared everything from fresh. My favourite time was sitting around the dining room table with a big roaring fire on a Sunday afternoon eating what we called high tea. How we managed it so soon after a really big roast dinner, I have no idea. Sandwiches, salad, fruit in a bowl, condensed milk, bread and butter and pickles. Yummy! My parents did not believe in debt, and I believe this is why I felt that times back then were simpler. 
All you needed was the basics, a job in order to pay for the roof over your head, normal bills and food and clothes, less stress. I really believe that today, more so than back then, we create our own stress. If the car breaks down, we are lost. We seem to have forgotten how to walk anywhere or catch public transport. If our washing machine, iron, coffee maker, computer stops working, we have a nervous breakdown. What can we do? Who can we call? How much will it cost? If we take a moment to think about this, we did very well without all of those things I just mentioned. Why on earth are we so heartbroken if we do have to do without them? For those people who do not have money trees growing in their backyard, having all the in things today sometimes means getting further into debt or even going without more necessary things. Once again, I am stating that we have to help ourselves in order to be able to help others. So why not start now by eliminating some of the unnecessary things in our life? If we feel we cannot do without all the things we need, why not cut down on our usage of these things? We do not have to have the best cell phone or Blackberry or iPhone and pay the highest rate for these things. And remember, some of the things I mentioned can be bad for our health, whether it's getting aches and pains from overusing our fingers or not being able to hear properly because we have stuff plugged into our ears. So it's a healthy lifestyle choice as well. At one time, there was something called Real Mail, where you wrote a letter in handwriting, popped a stamp on it and trotted along to the mailbox. We don't have many of those today, do we? I have talked about this before and also the social aspect here too. I truly believe that if we took time for some of the finer things in life and when we sat round having family meals we turned off our cell phones and other things that we tend to use a lot including the TV. I know a lot of families today including my own all have computers, TVs, cell phones and we all scurry off to our little separate rooms. I think it's a shame. Family days should come back into focus big time. After a conversation with Dave, my long-suffering husband, this morning, I want to mention that if we want things fixed in the world today, we actually have to be a part of the solution. Let me give you an example. An ISP in Canada has decided to cap how much data you can transfer and also they are slowing down certain traffic. You may have started out with a fast connection but now it's so slow it's ridiculous. I think I'll talk more about this in my next podcast but I will give you a hint. If everyone rallied around and showed the ISPs we're not taking any more nonsense what a difference that would make. Unity in the world, in every aspect you can think about, really does bring about change. Think about that until my next podcast, when you will discover my thoughts. 
So I've been reading the news again around the world like I tend to do and I'm very interested in the fact that Paul McCartney, a former Beatle, and his ex-wife have actually come to some closure in their terrible divorce case. Again, nobody wins in cases like this, but being as I grew up with the Beatles, I have to say, Paul McCartney was a very clever guy. He did invest his money wisely and he probably, because of that and all the hard work he did in the beginning with the Beatles, is a very wealthy man. Speaking as a wife myself, I am married to my long-suffering Dave. I prefer not to think about getting divorced from him, but if ever that happened, and I'm sure it's not going to, I really wouldn't want to talk about how much money I had lost whilst being married to my wonderful husband Dave. I'd rather concentrate on getting on with my life and earning my own money. So I think in some divorce cases, you have to look at it from the perspective what I had before I came into the marriage and what I had when I left. Now, there are extreme cases I know where the wife did give up work and actually didn't go back to work because she looked after the family, etc., etc. But I think in this really high-profile case, we have to really look at it from another perspective and I really hope it's all over and done with now. Also, the death of Princess Diana. You know, I think time has gone by now. The princes are grown up. Prince Charles has married someone else. And basically, I think we should put that to rest now and we should let Diana rest in peace. She was a wonderful person. She wasn't perfect. No one is perfect. So basically... Let's leave the old news where it belongs in the past and let's try and create some better news. I really would like to pick up the newspaper one day and read better things around the world. I am rather pleased, especially after my podcast last month when I was talking about the NHS and um, OHIP in Canada. I am rather pleased to see that they are trying to change the NHS in the UK and they are trying to bring in a complete overhaul, as I like to call it, a complete medical for people over the age of 40. And this will be completely free for those who want to take advantage of it. If this does come into force and it is made a law, I do hope that anybody over 40 goes along for this checkup at the doctors because I truly believe prevention is the answer, as I said last month, and not running along for the cure. So it seems that there was a little bit of good news, especially in the English newspapers, and that really makes me feel better. I really want everybody around the world to help themselves, to be proactive in their health and wellness initiatives and also to try and help others as much as possible who are already trying to help themselves. Unity, I like to use that word. Well, That's enough now, but I will be back with another Motivational Moments podcast. Until then, please take a look at my website www.motivationalsteps.com and also think about how I could help your organisation when you are looking for a speaker. 
I do not baffle the audience with stats and boring old stuff like that. I state the obvious and then it becomes clear to everyone what choices they have and what solutions work for them. How easy can that be? So until next time, it's goodbye from me. Take care and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye.